Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. This is Apostle Calvin Brown of Christ with Glorified Ministries. Welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. We want to open your eyes to the kingdom. We also want to prepare you, amen, to operate in the kingdom of God, to, to move, to live, to walk, to run in the kingdom of God, amen, to serve in the kingdom of God, amen. We want to start out with Philippians, the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. It says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, Whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Amen. And so this is a passage of scripture that we often use as Christians, amen, to get our thinking right. You know, we're supposed to meditate on the word of God. We're supposed to meditate on the things that are are right. Amen. And the things that we're supposed to meditate on is supposed to be the things that we live by or the, the core of our existence. Amen. So we not only think on those things, we not only meditate on those things, we live out those things. Amen. The, the things that are true and pure and lovely and just. All those, all those things that are of the Lord, all those things that are that are right, we continue in those things. That is what Christianity is. Christianity is continuing in the things of God. Amen. The things that we have heard. Amen. The things that are the truth out of what we've heard out of the gospel, we continue in those things. So we continue in the things that are true. We continue in the things that are are noble and just and pure and lovely and of a good report. You know, the gospel is a gospel of the good Report. It is it is good news. It is the end intended by the Lord. When you speak of goodness or good report, it is it is what God intended for you. It's the blessed state. It is the righteous state. Amen. By faith the elders obtained a good report. Amen. And so we not only meditate to we meditate to continue to keep those things before us, the Bible talks about that, amen, how we're supposed to keep wisdom before us and keep the word before us, amen, and that it is it is supposed to be a part of what we see, amen, when we wake up and when we lie down, amen, the word of God is supposed to be before us, amen, but the point is that everything that is right, you got to continue in it, and there is an attack against these these very ideals, these very principles are under attack in the world. So you have to hold fast to those things as if they are precious, precious to you. St. John chapter 8. St. John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32. St. John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32. 
Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you continue in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The New King James says, If you will abide, amen. If you will abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. So you have to continue in the word. In other words, you, you cannot have believed at one time. Faith requires that you continue, and a godly lifestyle requires that you continue. Amen. What kind of thing is that to say that you made Jesus as Lord, and then you went back to your life of sin? Amen. You went back to your life of robbery and, and thieving or adultery. Amen. You have to continue. So Jesus said to those Jews who believed on him that if you would continue in his word, then you would be his disciple. Discipline one. A disciple is one who sits at the feet of the master. And if Jesus is to be your, your master teacher, amen, then you have to continue in the word. You have to be like Mary sitting at Jesus's feet, hanging on every word that proceeds out of his mouth. Amen. You have to continue. You have to abide. I like that word abide also because it is not only to dwell, but it is a connection. If you are abiding in him and his word is abiding in you, there is a divine connection out of intimacy. Amen. That you are continuing. You're dwelling in him. His word is dwelling in you. Amen. And so why am I saying these things? Because there is a deception, amen, in the body of Christ that you can be a child of God yet continue in sin. There's no difference, they say, between you and the sinner except that you have made Jesus Lord and that makes it all right. But the Bible declares something else. The Bible shows something else, that the process of salvation itself will purify you. The process of intimacy with the Lord, continuing with the Lord, will cleanse you. How can you come close to the Lord? Amen. The Bible says, I'm the Holy One, that I dwell in the high, lofty, holy place. Amen. So God is holy. And so if you're going to, if you're going to um, be with God, amen, then it will, will require that something changes in you. Amen. Not just, not just the, the what is it? The, the legalism of the truth. You know, I'm a child of God, I'm a new creation. Not just the legalism, but the living word, which lives and abides forever, is living, is living in you. Amen. So continuation. Amen. Everything. Meditate. Think on what is true and noble and just and lovely and honest and pure and of a good report. Whatever is praiseworthy and virtue, if there's any virtue, think on these things so that you can continue in these things so that you can be his disciple. And then as you continue, that's when you know the truth. In other words, anytime you stop continuing, anytime you stop abiding, you can be deceived. And, and so you don't actually know the truth, that you can swerve from the truth. You can deviate from the truth because you're not abiding in his word or you receive or accept or, or, or embrace a word which is not his. So that's where deception is. That's where debates are. Amen. One spirit, one God, one Holy Ghost. Amen. One baptism, one body. Amen. And so, so the purity of the truth, amen, in that oneness, God has called us to oneness, not to be divided, amen, in our thoughts. You know, you do you and I do me, amen. 
But those, those things do not accord with the actual truth, which is with the Lord. He is the truth. He has, he has the truth. And so we have to continue in the things which are right, in the things which are true. Amen. First Peter. No, second Peter. I'm sorry. Second, second Peter. Chapter three. Verse 16 and 17. So this is Peter, the apostle Peter speaking. He says, but he's talking about Paul also, the apostle Paul. He says, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction, as they do also the rest of the scripture. So people disagreeing with Paul. I've often since I've been born again, I've heard people disagreeing with the apostle Paul who, who wrote and spoke by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Peter here is, is standing up for Paul, amen, testifying that what Paul writing Paul writes is true that if you disagree with it, you're doing it to your own destruction, the Bible says. And it says in verse 17, you therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness. That's continuing steadfastly, being led away with the error of the wicked. So, so you can be led away. You can be swept away. You can fall away from that which is right and true and pure and noble and virtuous and praiseworthy and of a good report. You, you can fall away if you don't continue in those things. Continuation is what keeps you stable, keeps you right, keeps you straight. Just continuing. Remember, we're not in this thing alone. The Bible says God did not leave us an orphan. He did not leave us homeless. He did not leave us to ourselves. But he sent another comforter like unto him. So the Holy Spirit is God in this earth like unto Jesus to guide and lead us in the truth. So we have a relationship with him. As we walk in the word, walk in the truth, the Holy Spirit is with us as Lord, as we yield to him, guiding and leading us in the truth, purifying our souls. I like what the Psalms 23 says, that the Lord, he restores my soul. Amen. The apostle Peter says to be purified in your mind. The Bible talks about in the present truth. He says that though I've told you these things, I want to stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. In other words, whatever the Lord has told you, continue in them. Don't ever forget what the Lord has told you. The way that you don't forget what the Lord has told you is to continue in that present truth. Amen. Truth leads to truth. <laughs> Man, truth, they, they are like keys which unlock doors. Amen. The, 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 the key of knowledge, Jesus rebuked the lawyers described in the Pharisees. He says that you have the key of knowledge, that, but you don't go in to the kingdom yourselves nor do you allow others to go into the kingdom, the key, <laughs> man of knowledge, knowing the Lord, not just knowing the word, knowing the living word, intimately, the key of knowledge that opens up your life to continue, to keep taking steps by faith according to, according to the truth. Amen. And then in Psalms, not in the message yet, but I'm getting there in the book of Psalms. Hallelujah. The book of Psalms, chapter 
18 verses 24 through 27. The psalmist says, Therefore, the Lord has recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. With the merciful, you will show yourself merciful. With the blameless, you will show yourself blameless. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. And with the devious, you will show yourself shrewd. For you will save the humble people, but will bring down haughty looks. So pride is what keeps you from continuing in the Lord. Your own ways, continuing in your own ways will keep you from continuing in the ways of the Lord. And God does not play games. Amen. God is not mocked that whatever you sow, that you will also, you will also reap. So with the Lord, with the pure, he'll show himself pure. I'm talking about continuing in that fellowship with, with the Lord will clean you, will keep you clean. Amen. So it says that with the merciful, God will show himself merciful. Amen. And so if, if you're walking with the Lord, you, you, you know that the Lord has called you to, to show mercy. Amen. And so with the merciful, he will show himself merciful. With the blameless, he will show himself blameless. And with the pure, he will show himself pure. Amen. So he appears to the humble. He, he manifests his goodness to those who will receive. To receive, you have to humble yourself under the mighty, the mighty hand of God. Amen. So the Lord showed it to me in a couple of ways. He says, Purity, amen, is the one part is what the Lord does, amen. He, he purifies you, that he is a, a, a consuming fire, amen. And so God is, is holy fire. And so holy fire, you have to stay in the fire to be purified. So the part that God does, God purifies you. And then it is the part that you do to allow yourself to be purified, you have to lay down the worldly. Amen. You have to lay down that which is of pride. You have to lay down that which is which is of yourself before the Lord. Amen. You have to acknowledge that the right part, that the God part is the right part. Amen. And so you don't lift up any other thing. The Bible says that I will not lift up my soul to an idol. Amen. Those are the ones, the Bible says, that will appear on, on, the, on the mountain of the Lord, in the presence of, of God. Those who have not lifted up their soul to vanity, that word vanity is emptiness, which is an idol, that we're supposed to lift up our soul to the Lord, the Bible says in other verses in Psalms. Amen. We lift up our soul unto the Lord, our, our, our thinking, amen, our choosing, that we lift that up to the Lord, not, not to an idol, amen. So it's the part that God does to purify, and it is the part that we do in honoring the Lord, honoring his word, amen, not honoring what the world says, amen, but honoring what the Lord says, amen. And so that's what that verse 24, therefore the Lord has recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hand in his sight. God knows, God knows the heart. God knows what is right. That's the whole point. Amen. The whole point is that God knows. Out of communion with the Lord, what God knows, God will reveal unto you. Amen. That you will be aware of the Lord. What pleases the Lord? Words which are said and even words which are not said in your closeness to the Lord, you know. Amen. Whether you grieve the Lord, you know. Amen. Whether you are pleasing unto the Lord, which causes you to humble yourself even more. So salvation itself is a process 
of purification as you walk before the Lord. Amen. That's what God told Abraham. He says, walk before me and be perfect. He says that I am your sure reward. Amen. I am your exceeding great reward. I am the Lord. Walk before me and be perfect. Amen. Why would God ask you something that you cannot do? And so it is God's part. Every part that you give him of yourself, he will receive. Amen. You you could be doggedly holding on to, to things which are of the world, things which you say, this is not sin, and yet you're not continuing on with the Lord. Amen. Things of the world. <laughs> Amen. That, that if you don't even, let me tell you this, in intimacy, the Lord reveals. And so I don't have to say, this thing and that thing and that thing. I'm saying if you are if you are sincere and without offense before the Lord, if you if you're true, if if you're not playing games with the Lord, then the Lord can fetch you out of the world and he can purify you with his holy fire. God's fire is a holy fire, which ay 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 leaves your life intact. Amen. And so it is It is the holy fire. The part that you do is in accordance to hunger and thirst. Amen. The part that you do. So you're purified. The Lord does his part. You do your part by honoring him. You do your part, amen, in accordance to your hunger and thirst for the Lord. In other words, the, whatever you hunger and thirst after, that is what you will be filled by. The Bible says that blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Whatever you hunger and thirst. And so as you hunger and thirst for the things of God, that means that your desire for things of the world diminishes because you will be filled by the things of the Lord. The, Job said, I have desired you, Lord, more than my necessary food. And so the things of God have to be greater than that which is of the natural. Amen. That's why we fast and pray, so to speak. Why? Ay, ay, ay. Ocha, planchano, God desire, we're hungering and thirst for God's will and his desire has consumed us. Amen. It's gotten a hold of us. And that is the only thing that can fill us. Amen. That's what Jesus was talking about. He says, I have food you know not of. My food is to do the will of the Father. Amen. And so salvation has to work in the way that God designed it to work. If you feel like you are failing or things, you're missing something, you have to go back to the, your, your first part, your first love, the first fruit. Jesus is the first fruit you came forth out of him. The first part is your love and your love for him. He is your first love. Amen. That's the way it's supposed to be. Amen. Now, if it's not there, you can always get that. You can fall in love with the Lord. Amen. You, you can circumvent all that stuff that was in the past where you were not hitting it, so to speak. And you can fall in love with the Lord and he can, he can fill you up. So, so let's review. Amen. That salvation itself is, is, a, is a process, it, but it is a kodaba, a fellowshipping. With the Lord, a relationship and fellowship with the Lord, which purifies you. God does his part. You do your part. Amen. But your, your part is to honor him. But to do that, it is in accordance to hungering and thirsting for him. The more that he fills you up, the more the other things will fall off. Does that make sense? The more that he fills you up, 
those other things will fall off and you will be purified and then your soul will be purified and you will approach the Lord in truth. Amen. So those that are pure, God will show himself pure. Amen. Those who are merciful, God will show himself merciful. Amen. Those that are true, God will show himself true. There's no failure with God. No, ain't no sense in crying, talking about how God has failed you. There's no failing ay, 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 with the Lord. Hallelujah. Will you be true? <laughs> Man, will you be challenged to be true? Amen. You can smile, you can cry, but God knows what's on the inside. Amen. You can laugh. You can cry. Amen. But God knows what's on the what's on the inside. Matthew. The Matthew chapter 16 beginning with verse 1 and going through verse 4. Matthew Chapter 16, verses, ay, papa, nakra meniri, banta remo shadaba roma mananda, haba roba baraba ramonda, haba roma nasibi manana, I'm needy, kabaromo, I need you, Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, I need you, amen, hallelujah, blessed are the pure in heart, amen, for they shall see God, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, and blessed are the poor in spirit, amen, for they shall be filled, amen, the poor, the poor in spirit are blessed, those that know that they, that they need the Lord, hallelujah, theirs is the kingdom, that he will give them of the kingdom, he will give them of himself, Matthew chapter 16, verses 1 through 4. Then the Pharisees and the Sadducees came and testing him, Jesus asked that he would show them a sign from, from heaven. In other words, to act at their will, to, to, to throw some type of, of, of a sign from heaven, you know, some fire, some, some lightning or something like that. And he answered and said to them, when it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather, for the skies are red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the skies are red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation seek after a sign and no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. And he left them and departed. And another scripture says that the sign of, of Jonah, Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the whale. So shall the son of man be three days and three nights in the belly of the earth. In other words, salvation. Jesus died for us. He went to hell for us. He was raised by the glory of of the Father, and we are raised up with him to sit with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, the gospel. That's, that's your sign. Receive the gospel is what he's saying. That's your sign. Amen. But he's saying that you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the sign of the times. In Luke in chapter 12, around verse 56 or so, he, he says the same thing. He says, you say that, um, you know, the, 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 the clouds say that it's going to rain and it is so. In other words, in your discernment of the weather, whatever, whatever you discern, that's what it will be. Amen. That if you discern it's going to be hot, amen, that's what it will be. Speaking naturally, the ability to discern Amen. The weather, they are asking for a sign. Get this. They're asking for a sign to prove his authenticity. Amen. He says that there will be no sign except the sign, the sign of Jonah. Amen. So the, the signs of 
time, you should be able to discern the signs of the time. Amen. In other words, Jesus is coming soon and the times will show it if you know how to discern the signs that are embedded in this time. Amen. What it, it will be, amen, that Jesus will return. That word discern is not only to perceive, it means to separate, to distinguish, to separate that which is with that which is not, to distinguish that which is between that which is not. Amen. To know what is next, what is coming, to discern is to know what is next, what is coming. Amen. And what is your response? Amen. Discern along with it also is the concept of taking it very serious. Amen. Very seriously. Amen. So the seriousness of the times. Amen. So I just thought it was interesting that the word separation and preparation keep coming up. Amen. Jesus is returning. Amen. So it's a time where he is separating the real from the false, the wheat from the tares. Amen. And so even that which was not all the way in has an opportunity to come in according to the signs of the times and the, the separation which the Lord is, is doing. The Lord wants to know who's on the Lord's side. So you, ay, 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 you can be religious playing games because you have uh, not picked up on the seriousness of the times, which would cause you, if, if you were true, to be separated unto the Lord and to allow yourself to be separated unto the Lord. So everything is pointing to the return of Jesus. And because of these, the things which must happen first, they have they have to happen. Amen. The things which must happen first, they, they are happening. The things that need to happen before the Lord returns, they, they are happening if you can discern it. The, the things that are supposed to happen before the Lord's return. Now, if the Lord is returning and the, and the signs are pointing that the Lord is returning, the Bible says, what sort of person you ought to be? Amen. Knowing that the Lord is returning. What does that do for you? <laughs> Amen. According to the seriousness of your heart and your love for the Lord, you will be separated more to the Lord. You will put away everything which is vanity or defiling. Amen. As soon as you know it, you will put it away because you love the Lord more and he will fill that area. Everything that you lay down, Jesus says, everything that you give up, Everything that you lie down, lay down, he will give you more, amen, of that which is of the Lord, that which is of the Lord, amen. And so it is in accordance to your love for the Lord, amen. So you separate and allow the Lord to separate you more and more in preparation for the return of the Lord Jesus in Psalms chapter four. The book of Psalms, chapter 4 and verse 3. Psalms, chapter 4, verse 3. It says, but know that the Lord has set apart for himself him who is godly. The Lord will hear when I call to him. So the Lord has set apart, the Lord has sanctified. Who did the Lord sanctify? Those who are godly. Did the Lord leave any, anybody out? It's according to you, the purity of your heart. <laughs> if you can't walk godly without the Lord. You cannot walk godly without the things of the spirit taking precedence in your life. Amen. Taking priority in your life. You walk godly as the Lord separates you into a godly life. So the, it, it, it works together. The separation produces godliness. The godliness produces separation and continuation in godliness. You continue. You abide 
in the Lord. Amen. So the Lord, he separates, he sanctifies for himself. He says, you mine. <laughs> Amen. I said, you are mine, but you know what I mean. You mine. Amen. That's what the Lord says. He says, you mind. You don't mind that. You say, I'm yours. <laughs> Holy Ghost. You see how that works? You're not playing games. And you, you know, the church could have so many social activities that they push out God. <laughs> Man, it has become a thing which is of the world, a social club. Amen. No spirituality, no workings of God, no laying on of hands. Amen. No being filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, amen. No waiting on the Lord, no prayer time. Holy Ghost, it is, it is tedious to us, amen. It is getting in the way. We, we have many things prepared socially, amen, to draw people in so that they can identify, amen. You better cast the devils out, amen. And you better feel with the Holy Ghost, amen. That kosha, mofa, nora, mofa, shumbrabosandara bush, mofiramboshikotora bush, mofiriboshitabo. The Bible says, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell in the tents of the wicked, amen. Better is a, a, a little, the Bible says, and, and holiness and righteousness than a whole lot without the Lord. Amen. See, you, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not preaching against prosperity. We know how to base, we know how to abound. But if you're filled up, amen, then you can celebrate, you can praise, you can dance, you can be filled, you can be happy with the Lord. You can do what he told you to do. Amen. You don't have to have a five-course meal before you pray all night. You do what the Holy Ghost asks you to do, and you do it willingly because you love the Lord. Amen. Oh, that we would get there. <laughs> Amen. To continue, if you continue my word, you're my disciples indeed, and you know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Amen. In 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 19 through 21. It says, Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. That's what I'm saying. You belong to God. He belongs to you. You depart from iniquity because of fellowship intimacy with that consuming fire, which is a holy fire. Then you're being purified. Amen. Then the Bible says, verse 20, in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver. Gold and silver are supposed to be the most precious metals, the most purified metals. Not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, and some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work. Amen. And so it, it, it describes vessels of honor in, in a great house. Speaking of God house, household of God, there's all kinds of vessels. Amen. Everybody is a vessel. Vessels of gold and silver, more purified vessel, more refined vessels. But also the Bible says that wood, amen, and, and um, clay, stubble, amen. But if you are wood and clay, and some for honor, and some for dishonor. But if you would purge yourself from the latter of that which dishonors, you would be a vessel. You would be a vessel of honor. So what am I saying? Continuation. Amen. That wherever you started out, amen, don't be discouraged where you start out. 
a vessel fit for the master's use is one that he can pick up for anything. Amen. There's some things that God can only use for one or two things. Amen. There may be some that God can not use at all or he would hardly pick up. Amen. But if you practice being a vessel of honor, that means to purify yourself, purge yourself of all the things that dishonor, then you would be a vessel of honor. So you don't have to hang your head and say, oh me, oh my, I'm a, I'm, I'm a vessel of dishonor. You don't have to believe what the devil says. I'll never amount to anything. I'll never be anything for God. My past is too checkered. I'm too messed up that even when I was a Christian, I did some things that I'm not too proud about. So I'm a vessel of dishonor. No, that is not true. In a great house of many vessels, Purge yourself from that which dishonors, and you will be a vessel of honor. So the, the two ways of purification, God purifies, and then you responding to God. You responding to his grace. If, if his grace would meant something to you, then you would use his grace not to sin, but not to sin. <laughs> I said the same thing. You would use his grace not to sin, but to not sin, I'll say it that way. Praise be God. I don't want to confuse you. <laughs> Amen. If it's grace, you would respond to his goodness. Amen. <laughs> if his grace meant something to you, then you would use his grace. Not to sin, but not to sin. <laughs> Hallelujah. You, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, see, God knows you, and God knows what's in your heart. Amen. The Bible says the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any to a sword, piercing to the dividing of sunder, soul and spirit, in joints and marrow, and it is a discerner of the purposes and intents of the heart. So you may be playing games. Your heart may be one way. Amen. You may be acting one way. I'll put it this way. Or saying one thing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. That we all, you know, Christians, we know the lingo and the jargon. But the Lord is daily, daily dealing with your, with your heart so that you may be pure and sincere. At least you got to start out being sincere. And without, without offense, amen. So that, that you would not be a hypocrite. Jesus said, you, you hypocrite. You know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. And so he's saying that you're acting like you're somebody. You're acting like you're religious. You, you, you're acting like you, you have spiritual heftiness, <laughs> spiritual weight. Amen. You, you are saying one thing, but in your heart, he said at one time that you are full of dead men's bones. Amen. You, you, you're, you're like that sepulcher. You're like a graveyard. Amen. Full of dead men's bones. Amen. The word hypocrite, it means to disguise or conceal one's real nature, to disguise or conceal your motives or your feelings behind a false appearance or so your appearance is, is false. So you're working actively dual personality. You are trying to do two things. You're trying to present one thing, but your heart is saying something else. And the Lord knows your heart. So if you're going to deal with the Lord when you are saved, these things are supposed to be elemental. When you are saved, you're supposed to be true to the Lord. Amen. He saved you. He, he operates by the truth. He gave you his truth to save you. And now you're supposed to continue in that truth. Amen. And not to be a hypocrite. Amen. Because God can deal with any deficiency, any weaknesses. Amen. That the Bible says that Jesus touched with the feelings of our infirmities or our weaknesses. 
It's no shame that you had weaknesses. You got to let him fill up or strengthen you to, to fill up the, the emptiness. Everything, though you're filled with something, if it is not of the Lord, it is vanity. It is emptiness. Though you are seeking to be filled with that, it does not satisfy you spiritually nor eternally. The Lord is the one who satisfies you spiritually and eternally and even in the soulish, in the soulish realm. Amen. He fills our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. He fills us with good things. Amen. That which is which is of him. He shows us. It's, it says that wisdom cries out in the chief places where, where, where the, the streets meet, where, where the concourses are, that the you simple ones. How long would you go on being simple? Amen. Says that if you will come to me, that I will give you the wisdom that you need. Amen. So wisdom, wisdom is crying out. Amen. Now, the signs of the times. I'm going to touch that a little bit with my time left. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Verses Let me get it again. Second Thessalonians chapter two. Verses one through four. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verses one through four. It says, now brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of the Lord had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, that is the Antichrist who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or, wor or is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So that is the, the um, abomination that makes desolate, the abomination desolation. I mean, sitting, the, the Antichrist, sitting in the temple of God as if he is God. Okay, so you got that. The Antichrist will come. We know what is preventing him. The church, the true church that is filled with the Holy Spirit, operating by the Holy Spirit, is keeping the Antichrist from coming. But his spirit is already here. So anything they say about the Antichrist is that which is his spirit is, is, is trying to do. Amen. And so... He wants to desecrate the holy things, amen, the things which are of God. So God's throne, the Bible says that there is a rainbow of glory over God's throne. So the, the devil's crowd, the Antichrist, they use this rainbow to, to, to represent trans and homo and all those sorts, sorts of things to desecrate that which is holy. So that's what the, the Antichrist spirit is doing in the earth. He wants to be worshipped as God. So he wants everything. Antichrist spirit wants everybody to bow to him that he manifests in leaders. He manifests in governments to, to get the people to bow. Amen. But also I want you to see up top, it says that there will be a falling away. Amen. There will be a falling away. Now, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and gathering together to him, we ask you that you not be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or letter 
as from us as though the day of the Lord has come. Let no one deceive you, verse three, by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. Now, the falling away from the Lord is a terrible thing, yet that is one of the signs that has to happen before the Lord Jesus returns. That's what I'm trying to get to. You can discern the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the time. You are religious. You're supposed to know me. And yet that falling away must happen. Why? Because of separation. (laughs) If the light is getting lighter or appearing lighter and the darkness is getting darker or gross darkness, then it is the word of the Lord. When God made creation, the Bible says he separated the, the light from the day, the light he called day, the light from the darkness. The light he called day, the darkness he called night. There was a separation. Amen. So before Jesus comes, there has to be a falling away. Amen. Because if you are pure, you gravitate completely to the side of the Lord. But there is a danger to those who are not pure to be carried away. Amen. Seduced. Amen. Going with the course which is of the world because you're not sensitive because the Holy Spirit is not your Lord. You don't do everything the Holy Spirit say. You have another, you have another agenda. So there must be a care of a, 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 a carrying away, a falling away. It has to happen because Jesus would gather his true church. Does that make sense? If you're playing games, you're not the true church. Amen. Amen. And so his true church will be gathered to him. So there must be a falling away first if you hold fast to your hypocrisies. Amen. Then you will not be ready for the coming of the Lord. The Holy Spirit reveals Jesus. Just as the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus, the Antichrist spirit is trying to prepare the way for the Antichrist. You can understand that. Why are we seeing these things? Amen. Why are you seeing this, this wokeism? Why are you seeing this godlessness? Why are you seeing even churches embrace godliness or, or the removal of the Holy Spirit or sin in the church? Amen. That they actually celebrate. Amen. That, that, that it, is, it is not a place which is a house of prayer. It is, it is not a, a, a temple of God, a, a repository, a repository for the glory holy God, and the Holy Spirit. That, that when a person comes in, that they come under the conviction of the Holy Spirit and the drawing of the Lord. That there many churches are not that. Amen. And so you think Jesus will accept that as his church? Well, you think Jesus said, this is my church. No, no. Because of love, you have to respond to the goodness of God. He's steadily drawing you into the truth so that you can continue in that truth. First Timothy. First Timothy. Chapter four. Amen. You can discern this guy, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. Amen. There will be a falling away of the church, of, of the false church, so to speak. Amen. First Timothy chapter four, verses one through three. Now the spirit expressly says that in the latter time, some will depart from the faith, giving heed. How did people get off? Like this, is, this is how they got off. Giving heed to seducing spirits. Amen. New King James says deceiving spirits. I like that word, seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, teachings of demons. Speaking lies in hypocrisy, mixing a little bit of the scriptures, but, but the crux of their message is for you to have your sin. Holy Ghost, did you get that? Mixing some, a little bit of the scriptures. If they say any scripture at all, amen. You know, people 
quote, you know, Socrates and philosophers and stuff like that. And I'm like, where Jesus? <laughs> where Jesus? <laughs> Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with the hot iron. So the people are teaching their consciousness is seared, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. So people, the, 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 today, you know, people say, don't get married. Amen. That will slow you down, especially to women. Don't get married. That, that will slow down your career. They, they trying to take something from you. It's, it's all Psalms chapter two, where they say that God is trying to put them in, in bands and bonds and everything, and that we want to be free and break out of it. When actually that the Lord is trying to keep you free, get you free and to keep you free. Speaking lies in hypocrisy, saying don't marry and don't eat certain, certain foods which God has prepared for you to receive. Amen. And so, so trending, trending. Yeah, I hear that, Lord. Be careful of what is trending whether it be of the Lord, amen. Most of the things that are trending, trending are not, are not of the Lord, amen. And so teachings of devils, they're ripe with hypocrisy, false teaching. It is lust-centered teaching. It is the pursuit of pleasure. Be careful, amen, for those who teach in a way for you to pursue after pleasure, amen, self-centered. Amen. The Bible says in his presence is fullness of joy. At his right hands are pleasures forevermore. All, everything. You, people separate their things from the Lord things when everything is found, is found in the Lord. Amen. And then in Philippians chapter 3, last scripture, Philippians chapter 3. Verses 17 through 20. It says, brethren, Philippians chapter 3, verses 17 through 20. Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. So the apostle Paul says you have us and those that came from him as a pattern. Anytime you hear Paul saying us, he's talking about his tree, his lineage. Amen. Timothy, you know. Um, Titus, Epaphras, Epaphroditus, all those that came from him, amen, he says to follow us, amen, for a pattern, for many walk of whom I told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction whose God is their belly and whose glory is in their shame, who set their minds on earthly things. So here's the crux. It says, for our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Do we live out of heaven or do we live out of the earth? Amen. It, it actually says our communication, the word citizenship, communication, that means lifestyle. Our behavior, our mode of action comes out of heaven. Amen. Set your affection on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of the Father, not on the things that are of the earth. Amen. Yes, the Lord will give you the resources of the earth, but it is as you set your affection on things above. Your citizenship, you live out of heaven. Jesus says, know you not that I must, must be about my father's business, Jesus at 12 years old, what is he doing? He is thinking about the father's business. He is consumed about carrying out the father's business. Amen. And so the question is, what about you? Well, what are you thinking about? Amen. Where is your heart? Is you, are you allowing the Lord to purify you? Two parts. You have to, you have to respond to his goodness, that, that he knows how to purify Amen. He, he purifies, amen, with his holy fire that you'll be tried and true. God knows how to do 
his part? Will you respond by doing your part, by honoring Jesus and purging yourself of everything that dishonors the Lord? Amen. So if you are the, and the Lord are there sitting on your couch, your TV is on, amen, is anything on that, that screen something that would dishonor the Lord? Amen. Then you would have to purge yourself of it. You said, God don't want me to not watch certain shows. I'm just telling you the word. Does it dishonor him? Amen. And don't say, well, you know, God want me to have what I, he want me to have. Amen. You, the Lord, Holy Spirit, y'all sitting there. Amen. Is, is he receiving what's, what's transpiring? Amen. And so it's time for us to be serious about the Lord. The Lord says to warn them. Amen. I'm, I'm at the end of my message, but I, I'm, I'm going to pray telling you what I heard the Lord say. I heard the Lord say, blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm in the holy mountain. Holy Ghost, blow the trumpet in Zion. He says to warn them. Amen. That part I have given unto you. Whether they heed that warning is on their part. As long as you have warned them, hallelujah, you have freed yourself, saith the Lord, and there is no blood on your hands. But if you refuse to warn, amen, that they may go on and die in their transgression, but that blood would be upon my hands. Hallelujah. And so I say, I dare not but to warn you, amen, with a message, that if you open up yourself to the truth, that message can have place in you, hallelujah. If that message does not have place in you, there are other things blocking that message, amen, which you are devoted to, hallelujah, but they are not of the spirit of the Lord, hallelujah. So if they are not of the spirit of the Lord, then they are attached to other spirits. Amen. And so it is time to see things in terms of light and darkness. Amen. Not in shades of gray. Holy Ghost. That which is of the light is light. That which is, which is of the darkness is darkness. And God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. Amen. Your eye must be single, amen, then your whole body will be full of light. Single, seeing according to the light of heaven, amen, that what righteousness is revealed in heaven, having no part darkness because that if your eye be not single, amen, then your whole body will be full of darkness. And if the darkness, what you see by if the light that you see by is, is darkness, how great is that darkness? So, Father God, free, free your people like a bird, hallelujah, from a snare. Hallelujah. Free, free, free your people. Amen. Shindo Murama. That which is holding them seems to be strong, but, but it is light. It is, it is nothing. It is, it is entanglements that need to be let go. Amen. Fly. Hallelujah. Fly. Call that boy Shata, little bird. Fly to the mountains of God. And I pray for the people. I pray for their minds. I pray for their hearts. I pray for their bodies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. Dealing with spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. You give weightiness to spirit, the soul. And then the, the, the body is, is, is free, amen, if you would regard the spiritual part, which is, which is of the Lord. I speak healing, I speak deliverance, Holy Ghost, let your anointing flow, Lord God. I have faith in you, Father. I have faith in your anointing, Holy Ghost. I have faith in your power, Holy Ghost. <laughs> That at the sound of my voice, Ramasha, that your anointing, 
hallelujah, is removing every burden and destroying every yoke. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.